When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This Ace Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to linksoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to nestbedding.com. From baseball's top personalities, the Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players, five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. <laughs> you would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. we got three A's for you today. We've got Ryan Noda, J.J. Blade, and Nick Allen. As we're recording this, Ryan Noda is number one in the American League and on base percentage. He's number three in all of baseball. And when you start to look at his season, rookie ranks, he's in the top five, if not the top ten, in everything. Plus, he's showing you can run. He's showing you great defense. Here is Ryan Nota on A's Cast Live. I can tell you spring training. We interview all the players. One player stood out. And I'll never forget, we were off the air. You didn't hear it. And we were talking about his defense. And he says, I I can win a gold glove. And you're like, that's the kind of confidence you need to have. And we talked about what you have to do as a Rule 5 draft pick. There's the belief system that you have to have. And everything he said at spring training to us at Ho-Ho Cam, he is backed up, and it's this guy, Ryan Nota. You backed up everything you said down in Arizona, and I got to tell you, I'm so happy for you and your start. It's been fantastic. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I, don't, I don't know if you can hear me right now, but uh, um, <laughs> I uh, – Here, just put yeah. it up with a – Hello, hello. There, there you go. Okay, perfect. Sorry about that. Little malfunction, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, you know I'm glad to be back on here. Um, but uh, yeah, you know I'm just, you know, just working hard, man. You know, uh, like I said uh, in spring to you, um, either on air or off air. But uh, you know, sometimes it just takes some time. You know, just get a little comfortable. Um, new scenery, new staff. But uh, you know, I'm finally starting to feel a little bit comfortable here, and you know, it's been nice. And hopefully, we can. Uh, Build off yesterday and, you know, continue to put some wins together and, you know, start a little streak here. So, We talked about the fit. You needed a new fit as much as you – and I think being in the Dodgers system was great for you because you learned so much. They have a terrific system. But you needed a good fit. You got that right fit. Just talk about and, – and, I, you know, we can uh, – the record stuff, we understand that. But just talking about you finally getting your chance – just talk about what the fit Oakland has been for you. It's been nice, you know. Um, a lot of people in this game, um, when I've been in the minors, you know, just needed that chance with another team. And, you know, I was fortunate enough um, to get my name called in the Rule 5 draft and, you know, to be here and to be with this great group of guys and staff and, you know, media and everything, you know. Um, and everyone's made it pretty easy for me to be comfortable. 
and uh, you know a lot of a lot of guys pulling for each other, you know sticking, you know always having the same goal. We, we always want to win every day, and uh, that's my main goal every time I'm playing any sport, any game, no matter what. <laughs> so uh, you can ask my family. You're coming that. out no matter what to yeah, win. <laughs> yeah, definitely, hundred um, percent. So you know it's it's definitely been it's been great. You know I couldn't ask for something you know better. Um, getting an opportunity. That's all I ever wanted. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can keep taking strides and, you know, just every day get 1% better and just continue to grow, man. Talking about opportunity, you have shown, just not the A's, I guarantee my friend, you've shown 29 of the teams that you can play. I talk a lot about it in the postgame show of, of how you've shown yourself defensively. Uh, we knew everything in front of you, you were going to vacuum up. I've been so impressed with the way that you're able to go back on fly balls to where you've gotten all the way down to the other team's bullpen. I haven't seen anybody do that since Matt Olson did that, and not a lot of people before Matt Olson did that. So you've shown your athletic ability. You've shown your ability to run. The patience has been so huge for you at the plate, but lately it seems like you've been a little bit more aggressive. Is that just you getting a little more comfortable? Uh, it's a mix of both. You know, uh, I think people, you know, started just trying to get ahead. And uh, so once I started learning that, I was like, all right, now it's time to be aggressive until they don't anymore. So I'm just going off of what people, you know, throw me and how they're pitching our team and um, just kind of building off that. And if they give me a strike early, I'm going to swing, you know. Um, and lately it's been working out pretty well. Um, I'm just going to keep sticking to my approach. And uh, I'm patient, but also aggressive when I need to be. So as long as I can keep doing that and, you know, keep getting on base, keep trying to produce for the team, and uh, I think more wins will come with that. You've kind of lured them in then, what you're saying. It's like <laughs> you're getting a lot of 2-0 counts. Now they don't want to be 2-0 count. If they want to they sneak one early, it's time to ambush. Yeah, so it's just being aggressive, right? I go up there to hit. You know, I'm here to hit. But if they don't throw me a strike, then I'll just take my base. You know, a walk's just like a single. So, for me, the amount of walks I have, I just basically call them singles. So, I'm <laughs> – I think what? Right now, we're at about – I don't even know. But um, I'm just trying what do, to get – What do you want to know? I can tell you. <laughs> no, I don't really want to know anything at this point. But Your on-base um, <laughs> is really good. Let's just say that. And I just – you know, I'm just trying to – you know, get on base for the guys behind me, you know. Well, how about patience? Because to me, you see about five you see about five pitches per at bat. And you know, speaking of on base, your on base is absolutely fantastic. Um, but the thing is with Ruiz, who's now becoming a hit stealing bases, oh yeah. How important is it for you when you're going up hitting in the two hole, knowing that you gotta take some pitches. If he's he's out on first, you gotta let him do what he's gonna do. Oh yeah, and I love it. You know, I would rather hit with him on second or third than on first. Mm -hmm. uh, makes my job a lot easier, especially with no outs. If he's on second, I just got to hit something on the right side, get him over to third for the big big dogs behind me. So makes it a lot easier, makes it a little bit more comfortable when he's, you know, running the bases like a wild man like he does. And uh, I love it. I'll take a pitch down the middle. I have before, and I'll do it again. As long as he can get that bag and, you know, get in scoring position for us to have a chance to, especially in the first inning, you know, to get, you know, a lead. Um, it's huge, you know. Uh, get our pitchers, you know, some runs early is is big time. Relaxes them, doesn't ha force them to have too many pressure pitches. And, uh, you know, I think uh, him hitting in front of me is awesome. I love it. Yeah, he immediately is in scoring position for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who doesn't want that as a hitter? Exactly. So, and I played against him a lot throughout the minor leagues, and I've always said, like, man, 
I want this guy on my team. Yeah. And now uh, we always joke around. I'm like, I'm like, Ruiz, we're finally on the same team, and I love it. He goes, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's been nice, you know, and we're building a lot of chemistry together, and which is good. Um, and he knows that if he gets a good jump, I'm, I'm going to let him take it. So it's, it, it, it's going to be a, a fun one-two punch hopefully here. So. Well, I can tell you whether it's this show or it's after the game on the post-game show with all the A's callers, your name's coming up a lot, and people are really enjoying watching you grow as a player. They're glad you're here at 27 years old. This is the start of your prime, and you're in the right spot at the right time. It's funny how life works, but you're where you need to be, and it's a lot of fun to watch you grow. So two-thirds of the season left, just continue to do it, and let's just sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Take care, my friend. Good luck to you. Thanks for having me. I've liked this guy since spring training, and boy, he is really coming through for the A's and really looking like the future first baseman for the Oakland Athletics. J.J. Blade, we've liked him ever since he got traded over to the Oakland Athletics from the Miami Marlins. Here he is on A's Cast Live. Well, well, J.J., the last time I talked to you was when you got traded over, and we were talking about how big the opportunity coming to Oakland was. We saw you at spring training. Uh, they sent you back down. You've now come back up. You're off to a fantastic start. Just tell us what this year has been like getting into a new organization and now starting to blossom with this organization. Yeah, it's been great. You know, I'm just excited for the opportunity given, you know, once I uh, got traded here back in, uh, back in what, January or uh, a little bit right before spring training. So uh, you know, it's just been it's been a world it's been a whirlwind, but uh, I've embraced it, and uh, you know this new organization, the new uh, the new feel around the club. It's just uh, it's 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 good to have a new beginning, and um, you know, obviously didn't want to uh, start in AAA, but that's just how the year went, and uh, just kind of took advantage of it, and just was where my feet were, and I was just trying to stay in that present moment and just do the best I could wherever I was. You know, yeah, I was gonna say for you, like, what's the difference? coming up this time a little more comfortable than you, your first time going up it's all coming at you at 100 miles an hour what 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 has been the difference for you this this time around coming up big leagues i'd say just you know have some fun you know yeah. like like enjoy it you, you know don't put too much pressure on yourself there's going to be ups there's going to be downs try to stay consistent try to ride that wave stay humble and uh you know just just have fun you know trust yourself and um you know just go out there and play it's the same game absolutely you know, you're going to know this better than us because obviously when you when you're a high draft pick, there's going to be pressure, right? Everybody's looking at you as the future. When you come over to the A's, the A's didn't draft you. No one's talking about the signing bonus. No one's talking about where you rank as as a prospect. Is all that nice to have that away from you and you're just coming to Oakland as a baseball player? Absolutely. It's just go out, go out and play. You know, you don't have someone coaching you all the time about your swing if you have a bad game or something like that just hey you know trust whatever it is you that you're gonna do own it and uh just go out there and play you know i want to talk about vandy i want to go back to vandy a little bit with coach corbin because i know that between your freshman year your sophomore between your sophomore and your junior year something happened because you you just started dominating you got the confidence he said you you kind of there was a change in you between sophomore and junior year mm -hmm. where you got this confidence, this C-factor, we call it, that was different. And it, mm -hmm. I, I don't, it wasn't necessarily just offensively or defensively mm -hmm. or with your speed, but something happened. Can you take us through that a little bit? Yeah, I think it was just playing, you know, playing a lot. I had a really good Cape Cod League uh, after that sophomore year. I had a really good sophomore season, and I think that's just what it was. It was that confidence and that, uh, 
you know, the kind of that comfortability around the clubhouse with the guys, you know who you are. And uh, it's just kind of missing, missing less and uh, taking advantage of that opportunity and just kind of, um, you know, just going out and, you know, having that confidence and that aggression yeah. to, uh, you know, to go out and just uh, play. It's so. amazing. The Vandy, we, Townie and I talk about all the Vandy players that are in professional baseball. You guys mm-hmm. have this bond. There's so many pitchers and players. I mean, what Corbin has done down mm-hmm. there just created this factory. But it's beyond that. Talking to Yaz about it and Kemp mm-hmm. about it, it's there's a, there's a camaraderie with you guys and kind of Vandy for life, if you will, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you do a lot together. Uh, you know, you're going to school together, uh, you know, working out. Like, you're just – you spend so much time, and it just uh, – it all, it all pays off, and it's just like you all, you know, come together, and you're just able to – go out there and try to win some ball games. That's awesome. Yeah. So you look at your start. What would you say is the big difference for you coming up with the Marlins last year, spring training this year, to where you are now? Just tell us, is it mental? Is it physical? What changes have you made? I'd say it's more mental. You know, it's, it's trying to keep that approach, keep that trust within yourself. Like I said, you know, you're going to have you're going to have your good games, you're going to have your bad games, and it's just trying to find that uh, consistency in that line, ride that line and, and stack at bats, you know, whether it's a hard line out or just uh, a good quality at bat, trying to try to run with that and take that as a positive. So, you know, compared to last year, uh, you know, I, I was missing a lot of fastballs. I was missing underneath the baseball a lot. So this offseason, I did a lot of uh, work on just trying to hit line drives, you know, trying to stay on top of the baseball. I know it's crazy, like not a lot of coaches want guys hitting ground balls, but to me, I wanted to hit like just lower flights and a ground ball was okay with me because if those line drives are, are good in batting practice, they're going to turn into a home run in the game. Hey, Tony, I want to ask him about the, the play in right field because I didn't get a chance to ask you about, you know, you, you try to make that leaping grab, mm-hmm. a fan comes over. What, what was it from your perspective? What did you see? What did you, you had a beat on the ball for sure, didn't you? Yeah, so I had a beat on the ball. I, I didn't think it was going to go out. I thought I was going to catch it right there, like right in front of the wall. But, yeah. you know, like uh, – you know, Yankee Stadium's crazy. It can be it can be blown out a little bit, and and Bader spun it well, so it kind of went another you know extra two three feet, and I just remember kind of getting there and um, and jumping up, thinking I caught it, and I come down <laughs> and I <laughs> didn't have the ball in my glove, and yeah. it, and I asked the one of the fans, the fans caught, it, and there was two guys kind of reaching over, so uh, yeah, it was just kind of a weird a weird. It was play. Wild. I didn't yeah. know if you saw this, but Bader when he came out. The next day, pointed at the fans, saying, "Like, thank you, yeah, thank you for yeah. doing that." Right? <laughs> Classic. That's funny. Yeah. And the bleacher creatures sometimes they they've eaten guys alive. You were having a good time with them, playing catch with them, talking to them, just talk about the experience playing in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, you definitely want to get those crowds on your side. So you know, the the, the least you can do is you know give a give a kid a ball. Uh, obviously looking for the athletics, y'all looking for the green because I'm sure those guys are getting heckled in Yankee Stadium. So you want to do, you know, your best to support them too because they're supporting you. But yeah, just you know, playing catch and uh, you know taking the hits when they come. But you know, it was just it was just fun. And it's the same game. Well, I just think about we we talk so much, uh, especially with young players. We're talking about how much you prepare, all the data, all the video. You know, I think the one thing for you, and I think the same thing for Johnny when he's broadcasting, doing a lot of TV now, it's have fun. Yeah. We're supposed to have fun, for God's yeah. sakes. It's a fun game. It's yeah. baseball. It's yeah. fun. We we all get in our heads and we worry too much. I mean, uh, your, your stroke has looked really quick, especially on the balls inside. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with all the, the data and all the stuff of, of, about what you're doing, it just looks like you're having fun. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's the name of the game. You know, don't, don't try to – 
create these expectations and then, you know, try to hit a four-run home or every at-bat. Just go up there, take what they give you, and uh, do your best to kind of uh, win a ball game. We talk about Ryan Noda. We were talking about Noda before. You talk, see him spit on those change-ups that are this far out. Mm-hmm. Do you guys talk about that? How impressed are you with his eye and his game? Yeah, I love watching him hit uh, before before me just because he's gets he gets so many pitches. He's, it seems like he's always in a three-two counter, yeah. and just like the pitchers are throwing the kitchen sink, and he gets on base. Uh, we definitely talk about it. That that thing that's one good thing about the offense when I got up here is just guys communicating and how, how are guys pitches running that day because it's one thing to watch it on video and, and look at all these metrics and all this data but you just got to go kind of old school with them be like what's it look like on that on that given day you know yeah. maybe one pitch might not be looking that good you can eliminate it and with with Noda he's one guy to go to you know because he's seeing so many pitches like hey Noda what, what's it looking like hey you know you can kind of eliminate that and and he's just been uh, he's been great on that aspect yeah we joke about it because like yeah. he'll he'll He'll, they'll call him on a pitch that's this, this far out, mm-hmm. a strike, and he's like, look, I know that that was not a strike because I know yeah. the zone as good as the umpires, right? Exactly. Like he, he's got a great, great, great control of the zone, and, and that's just one thing. I mean, that's 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 a huge part of the game. Yeah, no question. You know, we've seen with Mark Kotze, and this happened a lot uh, when you're in the minor leagues or you're in college, Bob Melvin, we always saw different lineups. It was a different lineup every single day. Lately, seeing this lineup of Ruiz, Noda, Rooker, yourself, Langoliers being the top five, just give us your opinion on it and how nice is it showing up to the ballpark, knowing exactly when you're playing and exactly where you're hitting. Oh, it's great. You know, it gives you a, gives you a good uh, idea of what, what's going to be happening. It gives you that sense of comfort. And, um, you know, it just uh, the guys that you just – you're able to kind of take and give what, what they're going to give you and, and – um, you know, it's just it's just good to see that. You know, it, it's give you, it gives you that comfort, and you know, it just makes you go out there and play and and just take advantage of that opportunity. All right, we'll let you go, man. Hey, thanks so much <laughs> for taking the time, man. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yep. JJ Bleday. How good uh, is that? As Dallas Braden likes to say, JJ Bleday, baby. From the outfielder to the shortstop. You know, it's been rough for Nick Allen, up and down and up and down from Oakland to Las Vegas, but we still believe Nick Allen is the future at shortstop for the A's. Here is the A's future shortstop. All right, so we got Nikki Pickett. We got Nikki Knox. That's Dallas Braden. Uh, we got a new one for you. You ready? What we got? Nikki Pie Shop. Oh, yeah. I love me some pie shop. See, people need to know when we hear the advertising for the chicken pie shop of Walnut Creek, he grew up at the original. That's our family restaurant in San Diego, the San Diego chicken pie shop. So you've been eating chicken pies and eating the pie shop your entire life. Entire life, yeah. I had birthdays there uh, when I was younger. So uh, I'm just glad that there's one up here. It makes it feel like home. Well, you know, we talked when you came back up and you said you made some adjustments. What were the adjustments and how you feeling? Yeah, I mean, um, I think a lot of it was just to uh, kind of feel like I can do what I do best. Um, honestly, sometimes that's just me not, you know, feeling the pressure of missing in the air. You know, if I miss in the air, I think, um, you know, here, like, it, it gets caught. But I think I need I need that, that rhythm in my swing to feel like I can stay through pitches, not feel like I have to necessarily – really really hit down on the baseball um, because then I, I'm in and out of the zone and I can't really stay on off-speed pitches the way I want to so when I went down to Vegas uh, I thought you know let's just hit hard line drives hit the ball hard and if I miss in the air let's not get down like hard on myself there you know it is what it is and um, 
and you know I think I had great success there I think when I came back up here you know that pressure of needing to hit you know the ball hard and low I think that sometimes kind of just got in my head a little bit so now I'm just starting to get back into the feel of you know let's stay through the baseball let's stay behind the baseball let's hit the ball hard obviously I want to keep it lower but if I miss in the air let's not like you know be like ah you you got hit it low you know no it's okay it is what it is you know Take us through that process of what it's like when they tell you you're going down. Obviously, you're not happy about it. And you go down, you get on the flight, you go to wherever the team is, and you got to, like, recalibrate. And you know there's changes that you have to make to get back up here. What's that process like? Because it has to be a little uncomfortable and not so much fun. I think, you know, when I got sent down, I honestly, in my head, I was in a good headspace. I felt like I had a couple good at-bats. I was starting to feel things that I wanted to feel. And uh, I just knew, you know, when I go back and get my at-bats in Vegas, I was like, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel confident. I'm in a good space to get going. And um, and obviously, you know, I had my my success down there. Um, So I was in a good headspace. I know sometimes, you know, last year when when I went down, it, you're kind of like, ah, oh, what's going on, what, you know, this and that. But this year it was a lot a lot better for me. Because you go down and you know you got to make the changes and put up the numbers to get back. So, I mean, you, you have to accept I have to I have to change something, right? Yes, yes. Um, but there I just felt like, you know, I'm going to see what I got right now. I, felt, I feel good and I'm going to, like I said, not put the, the the pressure of my on myself of trying to hit the ball hard and low like, I want to hit the ball hard, but, you know, sometimes you just – to give yourself the right leverage, you got to feel like, you know, you got to have some good misses in the air too. So um, – and that's what it's all about. It's in down there, like I was hitting doubles, you know, hard, hitting the ball hard. Um, so I think that's – you got to know you got to put up the numbers, but I also knew that it was a process. You know, I could – I could go off down in AAA, and then, you know, up here there was just no spot. So I just knew, like, I just got to play my game and be ready for when the opportunity's uh, called upon. And how nice is it when it's really a situation where you know you're going to play versus showing up to the yard you don't know every day? I mean, it's definitely uh, – uh, it's hard when, you you know, you're sitting a little bit and then you get at bats. It's not easy, but it's part of this game. You got to be ready yeah. to do it, you know. But definitely when you're playing every day – uh, you kind of got that comfortability, and um, and you're preparing, and you have your routines, and everything just syncs up uh, well. What is it like hitting ninth? Do you have that? Do you have that idea that you know, you're a second leadoff guy? That's what I try to think. Uh, you know, sometimes when you're sitting there and you're waiting for your bat, you get a little jittery and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just kind of waiting for it. But um, no, I mean it's it's the second leadoff. It's it's the guy you know get on base for the leadoff hitter. Uh, for him to do what he needs to do. Um, so, no, if I can go down and, and, and be, you know, hopefully keep competing and keep trying to be the best ninth nine-hole hitter in the league, man, I mean, we'd give ourselves a good opportunity. Now that you've had the experience, you have way more experience from when we first talked to you when you got up. What, what What's, like, the biggest difference for you now, comfort-wise or whatever, versus when you were first here? I think it's just kind of – Knowing what it feels like to be up here, um, knowing what kind of goes on around you, and um, I mean the game's the same. You know, I think uh, I found some comfortability a little bit last year just in being here, um, but I feel like now it's like I'm starting to notice that like, you, you know, you can have success here. You just got to play your game. 
and you got to do what you feel is uh, right for you. Because, I mean, I've, I've seen myself play every single time I play, right? I'm the one who's always been in my shoes. So um, I got to know what I've done to have success works. Yeah, I, I can see where people yeah. could get out of their game when they get here and you try and be something you're not. Yeah. Because you finally made it, right? I'm in the yeah. big leagues. I want to – it's like, yeah, you need to do what you do well. Yeah, I mean, no one knows me better than me. So uh, that's what I got to understand. That's what I'm really trying to preach to myself as best as I can uh, right now is just that I've, 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 I've played in big scenarios. I've played in big situations. Obviously, this is a big leagues, but – you know, you go through life and everything is new and you and you, you find a way to, you know, to be good in those situations. So why not now? You know, find a way. So that's what I'm uh, that's what I'm trying to do. Have you made any adjustments at all since uh, let's talk defense? Because obviously yeah. everybody wants to talk offense. But one of the main reasons you're here is because of what you do defensively. Have, do you, have you made any changes or any adjustments since you've gotten here? I think just to be, you know, just more routine base and make sure I'm making the uh, the the routine plays make them look smooth and and and, and formal. I don't know how to say that. Uh, don't try to do too much on routine balls. Um, I think that's always been big. Emar and I are really working on a backhand right, my backhand right now, and then forehand spinning fire sometimes, uh, just to kind of add those in the repertoire if I ever need them. But um, yeah, if I can just be as routine as possible, I think that's big for me. All right. You got to be honest with me here. I've been waiting to ask you this. You're still kind of shifting, even though it's against the rules. I can see it. We're, I can see you guys. Trying. You guys are so right up on it. And what people don't watch, because we watch the ball, right? That's human nature. Pitchers getting ready to deliver the ball, and as he's doing, people need to watch you guys. You're you're moving. Yeah. Yeah. Has anybody? Do they? Do the umps ever say anything, or do they no. even notice? I haven't heard a thing. I mean, I. I I try to get as close to the, the second base as possible um, without obviously going over over the bag or on the bag. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, whenever that pitch is crossing the zone and you see the swing, you, you know, you, you read it as best you can. If that's taking me over the bag, it's taking me over the bag. I think I think according to the rules, I think that's fine. So uh, just got to keep, keep going with it. Now, if I'm a pitcher and you do that, the guy hits a routine ground ball to short, how's that working out and you're not there? It's tough. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's just it is what it is. You know, we go by what the, you know, analytics say, and um, it's just kind of how baseball is now. Uh, so it is what it is. Are, are they saying it on every batter? Because I remember in the shifting, we got to a point shifting. Yeah. They shifted on people who they shouldn't even have been shifting on. Yeah, I mean, we got percentages, and, you know, our coaching staff and uh, our analytical team do a great job of really putting in the work to see uh, where everyone's hitting the baseball. And um, so we just kind of put get put in that position, and, you know, sometimes they hit you there, hit it there, you know, and it's like, wow, we took a hit away. And sometimes, obviously, they might just go in the hole, and you're like, well, darn, you know, like what we could have been there. But it's just how it's going right now. So it's just baseball, you're kind of, you know um, – just kind of in those situations, and I'm uh, right now I'm playing wherever I'm told. So, okay, so we got so used to Chapman and Simeon, and they knew each other so well. Uh, you obviously are going to have different second basemen. You're going to have different third basemen. Just how does that affect you when you have different guys on different nights? Um, you know, you got. I think now that we've played with each other a lot, um, with the different kind of combinations that are out there, uh, you're getting to know kind of where they're positioned or what what they like to do. So it's just you're getting more comfortable with uh, each player as every time you get out there with them. So 
Um, yeah, they're, it might be, you know, different here and there. So uh, you just got to, you know, maybe ask the person, like, hey, you, you good here, you good there. So just communication. All right, so yeah. when you get back from this road trip, we're going to have to plan a uh, Nikki Pie Shop night at the Chicken Pie Shop in Walnut Creek. Why not? Why not? I love it. Do you like it, Nikki Pie Shop? Uh, as long as I get credit for it. You came up with it? I came up with it, yes. Oh, that's him, huh? We make it like a jersey, yeah. or what do you want? You want? I, I think we can do it as a giveaway. Do it as a giveaway? Yeah. Maybe have like a full-on party and give away Nikki Pie Shop shirts. I think uh, I'm all in for that one. You don't, you don't have to worry about my name or anything. You can say Nikki Pie Shop. I love it. I love it. That's Always awesome. great Thank to see you, guys. my man. Hey, Appreciate keep it up. It. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. And, of course, one day at a time. We'll I say it all the time. time. I grew up with this family. That was one of the coolest things about spring training, seeing your mom and your aunt. Yeah. And I hadn't seen them in years. I sat and watched a lot of the game with them. It was uh, – they're really proud, and it's really special. Oh, I'm thankful for all of them, yeah. All right, buddy. Be well. Appreciate you. We'd like to thank Ryan Noda, J.J. Bladé, and Nick Allen for all stopping by A's Cast Live, and then we get to have it for you here on A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.